and welcome to the Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes. That was some beautiful music by our guest today, Mr. Seth Roberts. Seth Roberts is a person I've known for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Roberts from Watashiwa, Eager Seas, Lakes, Sidecar Cocktail Company, and new Templeton Mercantile coming soon. Opening up, you'll find out about it in this episode of the Family Cast. And we're going to talk about all the good stuff, all the history of Seth's music life, food life, touring life, family life, a lot of lives, yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. So, as you know, I like to interview people who have similar interests and、um, similar backgrounds. And Seth is a little bit younger than I am. And I met him when he was just budding his career into the scene through his first band. And he was in middle school. Get that, middle school when he started his band. So, dang, they're still going strong. Nothing but good things to say about this guy. I think everyone I know that knows Seth thinks he's a, a sweet little dude, a sweet man. He's got a sweet little family, and he makes, he makes some sweet, sweet tunes. Playing in the background here is the song is called My Misery. And、um, I just think it's one of the most beautiful tunes out there. So, yeah. Anyways, it's another episode. It's another Tuesday drop for you, my friends, amigos y familia. We got a lot of things coming up. Got the beer dinner in the works on May 16th with New Belgium. Be on the lookout for that. Tickets go on sale very soon. Very soon. Got the giveaway、uh, involved with that. Partnering with New Belgium Brewing, Beer Savage. We're going to be doing a broadcast of this、uh, podcast from that event. And we got some more in the works, too. We got some stuff with Boochcraft, doing some hard kombucha pairings. That, and we got some vegan and vegetarian dinners coming up. So. We're just trying to plan things so that everyone can have some fun. Everyone should be able to enjoy the, the pairings. We got non alcoholic stuff too, don't worry. Coffee brunch coming up. I'm going to do some Essex coffee roaster pairings, the Good Riddance coffee that I was talking about. I'm going to do that with Last Believer Pod. Believe it or not, we're going to do a, we're going to do a,、uh, a collaboration podcast coffee tasting pairing. We'll, you'll see. More, more details on that soon.、Um, before I get into the episode, I do want to say please share. Share the show with people, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Support me on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash familycast. And、uh, there's other perks. There's always perks. I'm trying to offer perks to you. So go there. Instagram is at thefamilycast. Email is famcastpod at gmail.com. And、uh, all kinds of fun stuff. We got some, some more sponsors, some more friends. So yeah, just stick around. And without any further ado, we're going to get into the episode with Seth Roberts coming right up. Here's the outro to this song. I can't get enough of this song. I love it so much. They got new music coming out, and it's Watashiwa this summer. So let's dig into the family cast. Food and music is life, yes? Yes, it is. Yes, it is! Dig into this episode. Family cast Seth Roberts. Did it work? Yes. Woo! I made, we made it. We did it again.、Um, 
I'm on here with an old, well, now he's old, I guess, but a longtime pal, Mr. Seth Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Roberts. And what city are you currently in, Seth? Uh, I'm in San Luis Obispo, California. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Great to see you. Great to talk to you. Yes, Thanks I can actually see on. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking good. Early this it morning. Is, did it you... is kind of crazy how long we've known each other. I know. I was thinking about it. I was like, I think that you might have been in middle school even. Yes. Yeah, I was. Um, so we, we're going to definitely get into that. And uh, um, now, obviously, you, you probably have kids who are like in, around that age. <laughs> yeah. High school, you know? middle school, for sure. Oh, yeah. Man. That's so crazy to think about. Um, yeah. How, how we were. And then, you know, how they are or, or, you know, like, yeah, oh, man, uh, what a, what a fun life. Um, so fun. Yeah. Where have you, are you, are you born and raised in that area? I was born in like Bishop, California near like Mammoth Mountain and then nice. moved, moved here when I was like three. So mm-hmm. I grew up here. Yeah. I grew okay. up in Atascadero where, oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and then, you know, moved away um, kind of when I, you know, we were touring and stuff, but kind of when I realized like, oh, wow, where I grew up was actually really cool. I, you know, I moved back kind of later in life. So, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You live, you moved, I know you moved like to Washington for a while, but did you live anywhere else like besides the West Coast? Um, no, just like LA um, okay. for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. For like kept four it, years. You kept yeah. it on the West, kept it left. Yeah. Coast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, well, yeah, so I, I know that area really well. Um, that's, that's cool that you kind of, it's like in the blood sometimes when you want to go back to your area, right? Like, yeah. Now, do you, do you think that, I mean, just for a little background on people who don't, may not know Seth, I mean, there's only a few people who don't know you, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) Seth, Seth's a musician and he's played in a few bands and also a restaurateur now on, on the, uh, yeah, has his has his hands in a couple of different things here with doing music and food so it's perfect that you're that we're talking about this um, yeah. right now because i know you've been recording stuff i've been recording and i've even helped you do some food stuff lately um, yeah so i want to talk about all those things and how they kind of like intersected in your life like how did you like you know like what came first in your life it was probably the music i'd assume but like was there was food a big thing in your house i know music was but was like food a big part of the your your household growing up yeah I mean we I don't it's funny because I never thought like oh I, I love I love restaurants I'm gonna like start yeah. getting into that you know <laughs> it just I think because I always did creative work you know like um with music I always was doing like graphic design at the same time because we needed shirt designs or website or whatever yeah. so I think that's kind of how I got into it was just like working on branding and and like even interior thinking about like interior design and experiences like that I really love food of course and like my my family like we ate you know dinner together every night my mom and oh good her mom was like really really into cooking and baking and so yeah that was a big thing uh just like that time you know breaking bread together spent you know a lot of time spent just like uh cooking together in the family baking together in the family so yeah there is I think a component there but I think mostly just the I love experiences creative experiences things that you know 
if you go to a restaurant or a hotel or something and it's like, oh, well, this is so cool or that's different or that inspires me or, you know. Yeah. So that's, sure. yeah, that's a big part of it. That's cool. So you, you are, you got, you started dabbling, you went from the music graphic design into like, you started doing restaurant design or bar design? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. We, we, um, you know, we had a project come up that, um, you know, started almost as like, um, I was helping out a friend with some design and, and branding and thinking about stuff. And then it was like, Hey, do you want to just kind of come in as like a, a part, you know, a partner with this? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I think just that culture, you know, I don't, I honestly, I don't know much about it. I never like worked in restaurants or anything like that. Um, wow. My, my partners, you know, my wife has worked in restaurants and um, so she's, she's currently like, you know, working in boots on the ground um, yeah. Yeah. in our new project. And then, yeah, some other friends that like worked in restaurants, but yeah, for me, it's more just the, um, it snowballed into like, I love, you know, I, like I said, I love experiences. I love the idea of doing something in the, in the, you know, my community, my town that is just a cool experience for people, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, would you say San Luis Obispo is kind of having a renaissance of sorts with like arts and food and drink and music? Is it, I mean, it's been a long time coming, I think, but yeah are they like cool again <laughs> or whatever you know like yeah um, yeah so I they're not just so they're not just known for the college you know yeah yeah i think for a long time we were feeling like man like it, especially moving back here yeah. kind of raising constantly raising the bar you know um and so it's changed a lot even since we've moved back mm -hmm. you know i remember feeling like wow there's not there's a couple places that we like or you know yeah not a lot to do um but now yeah there <laughs> there is there's a lot there is a little renaissance obviously like the covid and the pandemic and how that affected restaurants and you know everything uh and businesses just small businesses alone san luis obispo in our area in general has kind of always been really focused on small business and like mm -hmm. um strengthening i think the local small business culture you know yeah, so the really. pandemic really did hit uh our city like we did see a lot of restaurants go out of business and places go out of business so what you know will be interesting to see but i mean it's, it feel, it does feel like right now there's like a lot of new exciting you know uh restaurants hotels things like that happening here yeah um, music you know um there's um some uh, some stuff on the militia group and toured a little bit I had kids and kind of slowed down you know with touring and music in general mm -hmm. um and then before before I had started that project kind of like in between I played with um MXPX for a little bit uh mm -hmm. and that was super fun that was they were like my you know my kind of what I learned to play music to yeah for sure like when I was 12 and stuff so yeah um, that was that was just a, a blast um and then I, I also played in a project called Bonnie Dune um when I was living down in LA with with a good friend Justin Jason who's in my band and Justin and Jacob had done this project and then uh when I moved down to LA we did that for a little while cool and uh now I'm doing with Tashiwa again <laughs> oh, oh that's a full circle right there yeah <laughs> so are you also still doing 
Eager Seas Lakes music or just all Watashiwa? I think it's all Watashiwa now. Yeah, I think, okay. you know, I got to the point um, this last year making um, what's now, I guess, a couple albums where you know, we're finishing up one right now. Um, yeah. And it just the music was feeling really like Watashiwa. Um, and just the aesthetic and like spirit to me, it felt like, okay, this, uh, just the mindset I'm in, it feels like Watashiwa music. And, and then the more I thought about it, you know, all the music just feels really connected to me. I think the biggest reason I went away from that project name was just that feeling of like, oh, we got to be the same band members, you know, we got to mm. um, kind of be this like, you know, almost like U2 or something where it's the same lineup you and your music but it's going to change as you grow of up of course right yeah. i mean 13 13 you're you're totally different at 16 you're totally different in 18 and 20 like of course yeah. you're like four different people you know um, yeah as you, from when you started to when you finished that first round of watashiwa yeah um, also random question about watashiwa did, did you or anyone in the band speak or read japanese you know how we got that name I, this is a, uh, not a well-known story at all. Um, but Here we, we got go. our name, uh, we were at a super tones concert <laughs> and, uh, why are you laughing? What's that? I said, why are you laughing at super tones? Oh, it's just funny. Cause like at the time it was just so exciting. You know, I was probably like 11 or 12, you know? Oh, okay. Um, and so, you know, that feeling back then, like, I like I can stage dive or like mosh mm -hmm. pit. All that stuff was so new and like mm -hmm. so. Uh, I was just laughing because it was like, oh, that's a fun memory. But I know, right? Uh, my friend Burl. Do you remember Burl? Really yeah. Good with, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was starting to think about uh, starting a band and and thinking of names, and he just threw out the name Watashiwa. He said, "You should call your you should call your band Watashiwa." <laughs> you know, and uh. You know, he told me it meant I am in Japanese, and I thought that was really cool. I love Japanese culture when I was a kid for some reason. I had, it, like, all these Japanese things, like, all over my room, and I really, you know, loved it for some reason. Um, so I just I thought, oh, that's cool. I love Japanese. You know, I love uh, that culture, and so it felt really cool to me. So I just, we just went yeah. with it. All Good, thanks, yeah. Pearl. Yeah. Thanks. Shout out Burl. Shout out um, Burl. It, it has, well, the name does have a good, it flows off the tongue for sure. Um, I was just wondering if anyone had a, like a, you know, spoke it or read it or, or anything where it's just like, you know, some kind of translation of, of uh, mythology or something uh, like yeah. that. But, yeah, um, we had, uh, yeah, that's Kevin, cool. My friend Kevin, uh, who played in the band for a little bit uh, later on, he, he actually speaks Japanese and lived in Japan. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. There's your connection. Yeah, but no, not really. That was, that was no connection to why, yeah. but it just it was after yeah. unrelated fact. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, are you um, have you have you played in Japan? No, always has been a dream. Yeah, you have always. to now. You have to. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. At least yeah, one that's, show. That's my that's my hope. Have you been to Japan? No. Yeah. No. I want to go uh, either for concerts or for food or just to go visit and see everything. 
Yeah. Me too. Yeah. There's so much to see. It looks like a small country in comparison to others, but it, there's so much to see there. I'm, you know, I know. From, from what I know of it. Um, but I know. Yeah. yeah I we should to. go. Maybe, maybe that's the plan as we go on tour over there. Sometime. It's in the cards to like, you know, to get or to inspire you for your next Japanese co- restaurant concept. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I, I really want to go. I, I stopped the last, um, I was supposed to go on a tour with MXPX. And, and I, I actually shout out Mike. Sorry, Mike. I bailed on it. Uh, oh, I didn't know <laughs> uh, that. Yeah. I bailed. I kind of bailed on like warp tour and this tour right after, but, um, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I sometimes I, I wish I would have gone, but yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Right. We'll do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let it happen. Um, let it happen every time. <laughs> uh, what do you, what's in your coffee mug? It's coffee. It's just black coffee. But for, is it like one of your local places, like your friend's house? Yes. Uh, Jeremy, um, this is from, now I can't remember the name. It's oh, in Arroyo Grande. It's the place that Jeremy goes to every day. So oh, is he, that Spearhead? No, Spearhead is great, though. That's shout out Jeremy uh, Sizemore. But is yeah, that's we're talking about like a whole bunch of different Jeremy's here. Yeah. <laughs> how many Jeremy's do we all know? Right. So I mean, just Jeremy's right now in this in this comment, in this paragraph, I'm, there's like three that we're talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's really, really nice. He brings me coffee sometimes. So. Oh, cool. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah, I got my uh, I got my sleepless roast in this mug right here. Oh, nice. So keeping me juiced. Um, but anyways, yeah, are you, how you, I know your new place is, you're going to have a coffee shop in the new place, right? Yeah. So that's, Templeton. um, the first kind of thing that's opening, uh, is called pig iron and it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, really good coffee, kind of like nice. a little market with uh-huh. grab and go and like local goods, like local pottery or, you know, things like that. Um, that's awesome. clothing and, and, uh, yeah, and then um, you know, big outdoor patio. We got like an old um, vintage trailer that's like our outdoor bar. Um, cool. That's fun. Uh, it was actually in that movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is kind of cool. <laughs> the trailer was. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. How'd you get that? Uh, just a friend. It was like you know, like a. I think it had been used in a couple movies. It was down in L.A. So yeah, we we ended up getting a hold of it must be a pretty cool looking trailer if it's you know they use it in movies it's sets. cool yeah, I'll, yeah. You want, I'll send you a picture of it yeah well i want to see a picture and, and i want to come use it um you know go up there and yeah i don't know there's so much stuff we could do together but i um, know yeah <laughs> we um we've been like all very like uh, um that menu is just it looks so good we've been like salivating to try you know. <laughs> sometime we'll have to oh know. yeah oh the last yeah so just so you, listeners know uh i i went up to the i've been up to this new restaurant concept and i did like a tasting party for some ideas and they liked it and they said let's let's you know make a bigger one for the whole restaurant so i send a concept menu and they're like yes wow let's it that looks, looks good. So but good. now we have to taste it you know i haven't made yeah. it yet but um yeah so that's because that's kind of the next um, the dinner restaurant, which Josh has been helping us with this concept menu on, is coming, uh, you know, later this year. But um, heck yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, 
it's it's gonna be good i'm excited so sometime then, you gotta come up we'll do some maybe some sure. music and tasting. field trip yeah field trip and you guys are connected also with uh you have your own you're brewing or distilling your own stuff at the at the around the location some something related to distilling or, or brewing something right um, well, yeah, coffee, the first, but... the long, the long, um, the plan is to eventually distill. We had, we had, um, the last project that I was on was this with sidecar. And, um, that was part of the project there was to build a little distilling room. We did that. And so that, that's kind of the plan with this project is eventually, um, we have a little room we want to distill at. And then phase one, our good friend, Kendall, um, owns a brewery he used to tour manage for Watashiwa actually um so you've probably met him Kendall um he's a, one of my best friends longtime friends and uh so we have a plan to put out like a, a seltzer with him called Templeton Hardwater oh yeah um, okay yeah so yeah, yeah. that's kind of the first phase and then yeah eventually we wanted to distill and uh, we have a coffee brand too that we're doing, you know, called Pig Iron. So uh -huh. our own um, coffee that we're roasting with. I uh, gotta try it. I gotta try it. <laughs> yeah. So we're really excited about it all. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna take time. You know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like um, I know you had Sidecar open before the, you know, main pandemic stuff. But what's it like opening a restaurant or trying to get a place during all this? Like, is it like easier because it's not as rushed, or is it? harder because i don't know what's it like yeah well like i said i don't know much about this you know this is kind of um first couple times trying this um and luckily this project uh you know we have a a big um kind of like a big team of friends uh the partnership uh, crew is pretty is you know pretty good size and everyone has really really complementary skill sets to to bring to the table yeah. So obviously, like for me, I love branding. I love design. I love, um, you know, the creative part of um, designing the whole brand for the website, the menus, everything. So that's kind of my focus, like merchandising, branding. Um, the other guys are really, uh, you know, they two of the guys own construction companies. So that really helps. Because yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> accelerate some of the build out and um, just certain things that it's like, okay, we know what to do with the plumbing here or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's made it nice. And, and then, like I said, I think just getting all of our friends together that have done this before to help us out. My wife is really driving a lot. She's kind of, you know, helping manage a lot. And uh, our good friend that uh, has, has worked at another restaurant, um, a lot of friends just kind of coming in that have worked in, in other places. So that, that's really helping us. Like, um, I feel like we got the all-star team. So yeah. it almost feels like, wow, this is going smoother than it should <laughs> or than we expected, but well, that's good. We'll, we'll see. I guess, yeah. I guess I was saying like, is it uh, better to have it like, um, during the time when no no customers can come in, they're not like beating down your door because you know. Oh yeah, I see what you're like saying. It's, yeah, it's like less. Um, I don't know. Uh, less of a demand to, to or yes. pressure to, to open it faster, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean that was yeah that was honestly a big reason why this project made so much sense was mm -hmm. one the the I think the place you know 
the restaurant that I've been there had has been there for a really long time mm -hmm. and before you know before and so even just that they went out of business was just because of the pandemic you know and so that and oh, then having that time where it's like okay we can really figure out a lot of stuff right now when a lot of people are shut down and so mm -hmm. yeah that did contribute it's it's um it was like a, an exciting timing because we had the time to like okay we can kind of figure out a, a bunch of things you know where we don't have to be open yet or you know mm -hmm. so yeah is your is your is the soundtrack at your play at your restaurants like all watashiwa and mxvx <laughs> <laughs> no country music <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure so no. we'll see i'm sure we some people like about that, yeah. that actually and i like that idea that you had of like the music pairing you know do some yeah music pairing with it i mean you have to it's like um mm -hmm. at least some portion of it not maybe not every single hour of every single day but like yeah but like i know that since you said like the first phase is like coffee shop that probably has its own kind of soundtrack versus like the bar side yeah. or the or the if you're doing fine dining or whatever it's like you know, yeah di exactly. different vibes you know yeah more casual um, yeah and that was another thing too is this this is all kind of outdoor big patio so that's nice hey. the <laughs> yeah exactly um i i mean i've seen it but like i think the public should i don't know we'll figure out a, do you have a like projected opening date for any of it we're hoping june for pig iron yeah okay. so that's the plan um but you know obviously it depends on a lot of things approvals and yeah sure. yeah <laughs> yeah definitely. but that's the plan nice that's well, awesome. Not, yeah, when 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 do you think you'll come up next? We got um, I don't know. It, it would probably have to be like you know, a, either a quick midweek or w w if if anyone ends up canceling a wedding or something on the weekend, because yeah, right now in the wedding scene, everyone pushed back their weddings from 2020 to this year, so it's kind of yeah. like every every weekend is doubled up now. It's like um, super busy. It's yeah. kind of compacted so it's good and bad at the same time like it's like whoa how did we get so many weddings in one day or two in yeah. one weekend just because everyone's like you know they uh what's it called um not not canceled postponed they postponed dates so it's like okay we'll put it on this date and then all of a sudden new people book so yeah. um it's it's good yeah it's definitely a good thing but it's hard to figure out how to hard do to so point, many, yeah. so many things at once or yeah. just the the logistics that go into that but i need to i i want to definitely come Sometimes. up and make yeah, it happen you know? send, yeah send people or uh because it was it's a it's a good it is a good scene up there and i think that i think you guys are definitely on the um on the cusp of starting at least starting a uh or restarting a renaissance in the area you know like with this yeah all concepts and then you all you know doing new, new music um actually we should talk about your latest uh your latest release um yeah when before watashiwa you know when yeah. you're so who who's in the band now who or who's in well is it uh, let me see something is lakes different members than watashiwa now yeah great question yeah so so um i'm playing on now with i contribute um and then really excited to start playing again like you said i'm hoping for a little renaissance you <laughs> yeah. had like you know we had such a cool scene here i mean you remember that's when we kind of met probably was like um having shows seeing you know you guys play up here and there was always shows happening like boys and girls club or the you know um 
yeah for sure churches doing shows or you know it's like every weekend so mm-hmm. whereas like now our kids don't really have at least where where we live there's not that going on you know where kids are going to see live music or it's a bummer um, um is is uh is eddie numskull still doing shows out there numskull shows yeah, he was he was our promote so. he was our main like he was the he was the main person who brought us into that whole that whole area of central coast um anywhere yes. from the san luis or the, what's it called the call cal poly uh yeah. all the way anywhere from north of ventura to south of you know south bay or something that was yeah. his area for us that was so it, yeah he he really put us on a lot of shows and gave oh. us a lot of random venues to play but everyone would show up you know because yes. there's like you said there wasn't a lot of competition competing venues uh, yeah at the time at least but and now there seems to be even less yeah it's weird it's weird how yeah, it went it down. Is weird. yeah <laughs> yeah and so, of course like social media internet so you know it's changed the culture uh with how people consume music and art you know oh yeah oh yeah and, but yeah god bless eddie numbskull man that was like um he was uh, he was bringing everything in back in the day you know everything yeah, sunny day real estate, no doubt. I mean, everything was um, was Eddie Numskull. And then, yeah, like you said, uh, he was so good at just bringing, connecting different uh, scenes and, and teaching. He almost taught that of like, hey, if you, if you kind of like build and align together, you can like have cool, where you have a great show here, then you go down, you know, whatever, like, San Diego, yeah. it's a great show there. Um, and yeah, I love Eddie. I, I'm, I think he's still doing stuff, but I don't definitely not as much um, yeah. as he used to. Right. Well, yeah, because there's also less less shows in 2020 yeah. in general. So yeah. Um, but what what do you think it was one of your like favorite shows ever that you played? You know, in, in any band. Ooh, in any band. <laughs> sure. Or or you know pick. Yeah, let's say yeah. Watashi, let's start with Watashiwa and then of okay. course you probably had you probably had huge you know huge shows with MXPX but like um, yeah, what about yeah um what a great question I mean did we meet at one of your our shows that we played together like say yeah, like Casa Robles so, yeah. Fairgrounds the Fairgrounds yeah maybe? that was or, those those shows really stand out like this the HG Fest you know, yeah. that was when we were really young. Like, I think we released our first demo tape at one of those, like the second one, I think. Okay, yeah. And yeah, those you guys awesome. played. I remember you played uh, the all of them, I think, right? Uh, the, we did all of them, yeah. Yeah. But I just remember that we played. That was really fun. I mean, that was like so exciting to have all these great bands. You know, the first one, it was like Goaty Hook. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. I forget um, all the bands that played Slick Shoes, mm-hmm. Dave's Acre. I think Pax and Project 86. And, yeah, Project 86, um, maybe Value Pack. There Garth was just Brooks. so much. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was really, those HG Fests were really cool. Obviously, like for us being so young and kind of being in the mix with all these bands, it was like, what? This is crazy. You yeah. know? And then. You know, honestly, like you were always so um, kind to us. I think we, you know, like people like you, fans like you that really like treated us so kind and like being so young, we were like, wow, this is crazy. You know, <laughs> oh, uh, so that 
those shows really stand out. I mean, that definitely was like our, almost like our intro into, before that we had kind of played, I think we had played like one show with Value Pack and, um, you know, a couple shows here and there. Uh, yeah, and then I think our first tour, I, I have memories of our first tour playing with you in like Fresno, Cup of Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. We still have videos, like some VHS videos, I think of that. Here. Oh man. I would love to see yeah. that. <laughs> That's and like I know that when when you when Watashi was started, you you were like it was, it was pretty like punk. It was like pop punk, like totally fast. You wanted to super be fa fast, yeah. yeah. And then um, and then you kind of progress as you matured. The music kind of matured as well, right? Like less yeah. le less skate punky, more like just you know what whatever you wanted, right? Yeah, alternative pop, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love it, and that, yeah. it was it was a natural progression into Eager Seas, uh, mm -hmm. and then how how's the, how's Watashiwa now? Like, yeah. what does it sound like? You know, what do you sound like? Yeah, I've actually been wondering like, how will people translate what this sounds like? You know, tell them. Yeah, to me, <laughs> it feels like just everything combined. It's like got you know, it's got a couple pop punk songs. Uh, or moments you know it's got actually like a like a screaming kind of punk song on it um okay. but then it has like super you know dance pop alternative kind of stuff um a lot of you know a lot of stuff that to me it just feels like like i said everything combined i almost am feeling like you know it's very it's a very it feels very dynamic it feels like um like a, a lot of a lot of movement and just like aesthetic changes, you know, and it feels connected in the way that to me, it, it's like uh, if I just had to summarize like all of my music, <laughs> you know, and sure. it's just, it's very optimistic, you know, it's very like a positive album, you know, uh, kind of like the, um, the music feels like, um the older stuff to me in the way that it's like very upbeat positive yeah um, yeah makes, makes you kind of want to dance and you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's good are you is it um are you like one of the main songwriters yeah i'm writing everything yeah writing everything and um and producing everything um with my buddy tyler and then uh he's mixing it and yeah, the way that I'm making this album is very different than than any other album too. I, I kind of went into it with a different like intention of how I wanted to make it. It was like, usually in the past I made albums where I'll have like these um, little ideas over time that I'll, I'll kind of like work on and craft the, like maybe in a, a melody and then, you know, I'll craft it down and then I'll get to like, okay, I'm going to go make a demo of this and it's well thought out or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but this album, I went into it just thinking like, I want to not think about anything and try to try to capture just a human, like a spontaneous thought, like a, without thinking almost, mm -hmm. and then not even listen, just move on and just keep doing that. Like, so it was like an exercise of like, what I love about music I think is this balance of imperfection and soul and just like 
uh, almost like human um, just uh, free freedom, I guess, you know, like, uh, and there's some kind of magic in that almost like chaos, you know, just like soul there, you know, but then that combined with craft is what I love about music. So that's why I wanted to capture it, start it like, okay, just record a bunch of ideas and then go back later and kind of craft them into songs. Um, yeah. So that's how we did everything like guitars. Um, everything was just like, let's just, you know, hit record, not listen, just keep trying stuff. And uh, so that I think um, that feels fresh to me too. just making an album that I've never made an album like that, you know? So, yeah, that's cool. That's a, a, yeah. a good, a, a collaborative, mature way to do music now, right? Are you, uh, is it on a label? It will be, yeah, but it's not official. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but but are you recording for, is it, you were already recording it for a label or was it, did you start independent and then kind of make a deal? Yeah, I, I started independent and then the more I kind of like um, got to, uh, you know, things started to make sense. Like, okay, yeah, this is, then um, I started kind of sharing the music and yeah, so it will be coming out on a label, but, okay, um, and it'll be coming out this summer. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Are you, how do you know when a song is for, like, if you're in two bands, how do you know which song is for which band? So, you, you know, it's <laughs> like, is, you know, like, <laughs> Because yeah. I mean, since you're since you're writing for both bands, do you write intentionally for one or the other, or do you say, yeah. ah, this one's more, this one? Yeah. Um, well, when I I think the the best example was when I was in with playing with Bonnie Dune, because I was writing songs for them. Justin was also writing songs for them, and Jason. So there's a couple, you know, writers and. So I was, I was intentionally trying to write in that aesthetic, you know, like in that sound and in that uh -huh. aesthetic and, and doing things that were different than I think what I would even normally do. Uh -huh. So that was almost like a take, trying to like, like challenge my, take myself to a different place that is almost like representing someone else's vision a little bit, you know? Okay. Whereas like with Tashiwa music, I'm trying to make it, um, you know, exactly my, you know, kind of like my vision. So, um, and then the eager seas stuff. I mean, I think just naturally, like I've gone through different phases in life. I went through a divorce. I went through kind of like, um, you know, being a single dad for a little bit and then like getting remarried and like, have, so like um, going through, different changes in life the music kind of change you know would sound different over time too totally you're yeah. putting that emotion into different songs i'm sure yeah you know? and then so eager sees there's there's definitely some more like sad you know sadder kind of feeling stuff in there i'll bet that name so sounds like, very the name sounds like a like a sad poem or something like that like uh yeah the, the eager sees of you know my emotions or you know <laughs> yeah or something totally. like where did the where did that name come from we were just um, we were we were thinking of names when we were recording the the what became Watashiwa Eager Seas album. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that album was our last album on Tooth and Nail. And that album started as like an eager, like our first Eager Seas album. But oh, okay. But then we ended up putting it out as a Watashiwa album to gotcha. get it basically to that was like how we agreed on um, being let out of our deal or whatever. Okay. So but that um, I think we were just recording it and I and Jason maybe said something and I was like, oh, Eager Seas. It just sounded cool and it looked cool. Like I liked the visual, yeah. like the, the visual of the letters and everything and the way it sounded. So yeah, not, not even a really big story. We just were just recording. We we're like trying to think of names for the new band and we were like, Eager Seas, that's cool. So yeah, yeah. I like we only it. did I like one it. tour as Eager Seas. And then we changed that to lakes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause it, because it, you, you wanted to kind of close the book a little bit on Watashiwa stuff. Yeah. And it, and like, because the album came out as eager seas, it was like, okay, let's just change the band name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you write any of the stuff with uh, Mike or MXPX? Did you write no, any songs? Mike always kind of writes stuff. I mean, we did like writing, I think some writing sessions or like um, like the Panic album, he was writing with other people. So I think we had, you know, maybe sat down to, and I was like, I was kind of living with, um, with Mike and Holly off and on. So we would always kind of jam on stuff. I mean, I think oh. a, lot, a lot of the Eager Seas album I actually wrote at Mike's house and so we were contribute, you know, we probably contribute ideas, but I wouldn't say like I wrote anything for MXP. Okay. Mike, Mike's like the, he's the, he's the visionary, MXPX visionary, you know, it's, it's, he's the writer and, but um, it was cool being able to like, rec- you know, record on some of that stuff and sing, uh, sing a lot of backup vocals and mm-hmm. um, contribute little ideas. Nice. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm sure that was, that's probably fun um and then i got to do the artwork and stuff that was fun yeah i know we want i want to talk about your your graphic design uh career also like i know that you and you and jeremy l um Mm -hmm. are doing we're doing graphic design for mxpx and we uh you know he did some stuff for dogwood too but um hey and now you guys are partners in the this new mercantile right you know yeah yeah um so like how does are you guys bringing that like kind of like punk rock uh, graphic design mentality into all the the restaurant concepts and stuff like that or is it um i mean are you guys like the brains behind the vision of it or and the other guys do all the physical physical like stuff like that and how does that work with having partners in this definitely we're sorry it broke yeah so jeremy and i are doing kind of all the the design branding stuff for that's kind of our role marketing yeah, the websites, social media, um, designing the menus, merchandising, all that. Um, and it's it's great. Yeah, I mean, we definitely like. I wouldn't say that we're bringing, you know, punk into it necessarily, but. Well, I mean, just the punk mentality, the ethos the punk, of yeah, the, the DIY, DIY, and, yeah, that yeah. to me is always just like, I think our you know part of our core is just like doing as much as we can ourselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our our group of friends, that's that's you know the mentality I think from being in bands, doing trying to having to figure out things for yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we are 
we are doing a lot. Like we're kind of doing it all ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and I think aesthetically too, like just, uh, where there is something about not that punk doesn't like, like care, but there is something about, there's a freedom in it. It's like Mm -hmm. freedom to be yourself or individual. So we are really like, there's, it's fun. It's a fun, it's fun to be able to let, um, be ourselves and not trying to be a a place or a brand and even like in our language or the way that our menu items are you know the the titles or the totally having like music pairings or trying to bring in kind of like our self into it 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 is really really fun and I think it is because of that you know punk punk DIY mentality you know be yourself do it yourself I guess the reason I ask is because Templeton is kind of, you know, a, a sleepy artist working class town in yeah. the middle of, you know, next to San Luis Obispo. Um, I don't know, you know, people from not from here might not understand, but I'm sure everyone knows like a sleepy town in their area. But like, it's going to be a pretty big uh, location and, you know, next to a farmer's market. So there'll be a lot of the public there. And But you guys are all punk rock and, you know, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be, a, it's going to be pretty rad. Uh, having a bar venue right there in the middle of Templeton. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I was, I was, I guess I was saying, is yeah. the world, is the world ready? Is for, the world ready? You know, these yeah. five punk rock dudes to build a I place know. in the middle of, you know, like it's pretty rad that cause it, like it's going to change things. It's going to change like that street and it's going to change the neighborhood like right yeah. there and then build out from there. I think, I mean, you yeah. see it happen a little bit with, I mean, even at sidecar, that was, that was, decently punk rock establishment and not necessarily punk rock music but like just i'm talking about the vibes yeah you know? well they even do yeah they even have the punk punk rock play you know on the some playlists yeah. and stuff uh-huh. yeah yeah so it definitely like... has. yeah i i agree it is it is um you know we're bringing our our kind of culture into the community more and more uh-huh. and i think we've done that with music and so i think it's it's exciting i mean obviously having the venue as part of it is is um yeah. makes a lot of sense but also just bringing you know ourselves into food and coffee and cocktails and um i think it will change the city in a good way i think it'll be cool you know um, oh totally oh totally but yeah we're, we're a little you know we're we're already you know a lot of our friends you know ride motorcycles and stuff too so it's just like yeah it will i think it will kind of like um it's a little sleepy cowboy town, um, but it will stay that way too. You know, we'll just kind yeah. of bring our. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one's going to be moving out because of your restaurant, but like, yeah, I mean, moving out of the city. Um, yeah, no, that's really cool. Like, is it is it like a dream come true to do, or is your wife who works in the restaurant industry like, no, 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 don't, or is she like, oh, yes, no, this is that's awesome. a dream come you know? true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like good. I said, she's driving probably more than me on on the actual like you know restaurant portion and everything but um yeah it's a dream come true for every for all of us I mean Taylor um who's one of my best friends he's one of um he's kind of probably the main I would say the main driver of this whole uh this whole project it was his first job at this restaurant back in the day and he's always kind of been he's always kind of been dreaming about like, Oh, someday, you know, I'm going to, seriously, so it is, it is a dream come true. Like literally. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just being able to, we've talked from the beginning of all this, like, um, I think going through the, 
COVID and the lockdowns and quarantining and really missing community, missing friends, missing uh, concert experiences or whatever, like we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think it's been from the start, like a dream that this can become a little hub again for the, for the community where it can bring people together in a place where, um, you know, just being together, but also mm-hmm. like having music and just good culture, you know, and, and totally. it's about connecting and looking at each other and talking and sharing ideas and not just like being on our phones or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like, it is exciting. It is a dream come true. I think, I think it'll happen, you know, and I, totally. I think, you know, like we, we have this, amazing memories like I was talking about earlier of like having concerts at a young age um so that's my hope too is like being able to have like a young a new young scene of you know do something almost like Eddie Numskull did for us Mm -hmm. um totally so we'll see so speaking of the uh being uh present and face-to-face in front of people I have your art piece up there the orange open your eyes um, the buzzkill, yeah. Uh, buzzkill stuff. Um, you, mm-hmm. Is that? Are you still doing the buzzkill brand? And and also, I know, I know that you know you have your kids contribute to some of the art on that. You collaborate with your own kids on your on that art piece. Um, yeah. But I have this up, and you know, it's always up here in my episodes and stuff like that. But when, awesome. what is what is open your eyes and and like you know, what is yeah. buzzkill like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Still, yeah, still doing buzzkill. It's like a little passion project um that I started um me and Jeremy kind of like it's you know it's been on our mind a lot um I know for me on my mind a lot that um you know this time that we're living in our relationship with technology and our phones and so much time even at work you know a lot of people just sitting on their computers and um technology is really uh so much more of a part of our lives than it was 20, 30 years ago, you know? Um, and the influence that it has, I mean, there's a lot, I won't, you know, go too much into it, but like the, just the studies on childhood development and uh, what it does even to us as adults. I mean, there's, a, there's that great documentary, um, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, a lot of people yeah. have seen. Mm-hmm. So like th- this concept of, I think for me, I'm just really passionate about art and music and creativity. And um, so Buzzkill, the whole idea with Buzzkill is like kill the buzz of your phone, less time with technology, more time oh. with each other and yeah. more time with each other, especially through um, creating and self-expression, whether it be like music or poetry or you know written form or art or photography or um so that's the hope i mean it's this little side project we're just i'm making a little art zine that i want to put out um i love a good zine yeah like you know maybe like quarterly zines or um and then have uh we have these little like i made these little fake um outlet they're like a puffy sticker but it looks like a a electric outlet like a wall socket oh yeah it's like it's they're fake it's like you know you put it on the wall to trick people like and the whole idea is like promoting you know less time with your phones and you know all that so just we're just having fun i mean it it's um good yeah it's like putting trying to put ideas out that that 
to me, it's like, this is what I believe. This is what I'm teaching my kids. This is what I'm teaching my daughters. And so mm -hmm. I think it's important, just like with music, you know, we share our ideas or, um, so my hope is, you know, kind of like promoting almost like, um, more making it normal to, to be able to disconnect from your phone and, and stuff and walk, you know, kind of like, um, promoting more self-expression and time with each other. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, my son was wearing the, you gave him, uh, one of the yellow buzzkill shirts, you know, um, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. has the, has the phone on the back or whatever. Um, yeah. and he was, he was trying to explain it to, to some people, you know, some middle schoolers, what it was. And he's, he's like, I think it means like less time on your phone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Totally. So the basic idea of, 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 of what the shirt was. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, then open your eyes to the world around you. Yeah. Right? There's, yeah. That's the thing. It's like every day. You know, not to go on a thing, but like the media and um, a lot of news is coming at us more than ever. You know, we're getting notifications like bang, 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 and and a lot of it. You know, a lot of the media, in a way, is a it's a dying industry. It's a, it's like a the you know the news is an old ship still trying to stay afloat with getting clicks and stuff. So like journalism it is really fear-based in a lot of way, you know, it's making people feel anxious and fearful a lot. I mean, there's studies to yeah. show that. So that's yeah. the whole thing is like, the world is beautiful. Like open your eyes to like the beauty around us, each other. Like if you just lived in a normal world and thought like a hundred years ago, if all I knew was what's in front of me today and kind of like, you know, probably the only thing I'm hearing about is, the news in my town or 50 um, miles around me or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And so just thinking about life like that, like life is beautiful. People are amazing. The world is beautiful. There's so much beauty around us every day. And I think if that's, that's the, the summary for me is like, let's spend more time with that, the natural and less time with the unnatural, the technology and the conveniences that, yeah, maybe they've made our lives better, but um, we've taken it too, you know, we've taken yeah. it too far, maybe. Yeah, totally. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, the world should should have been a beautiful creation or place, right? Like, mm -hmm. what have we what have we done? But like, uh, <laughs> what do you, yeah, it's, and it's crazy now that our, when, when we were kids starting band, like I started in high school, you started in middle school, um, and now we have kids that are in that same range. Like, how yeah. do we teach, how do you teach them? For example, how do you teach your kids about that there is beauty in the world, regardless of what you're seeing happening? And, and you know, there's there's lots of shit happening, but but there's also yeah. beauty. How do you, what totally. how do you balance how do you balance that? You know, with, yes. with te te yeah. teaching kids that because when we grew up, we learned from probably from our parents, our church, our teachers, and now now that we're old, we're looking and seeing for ourselves like not everything is the, how they yeah. say it. some some things are. The world can be beautiful. Some people try to make it beautiful. Some people try to make it not. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, do we, how do you, how do you find beauty in things? You create it with music and art and food, but like, yeah. how do you see the, how do you see the beauty in other people? I don't know. Like what yeah. do you teach your, what's one thing you teach your kids about finding beauty? Um, well, I think there's beauty in everything. Um, you know, uh, life is all about growth and, um, mm -hmm. and so, you can, you can definitely, yeah, there's, there's 
a lot in the world that's um, part of that growth cycle is imperfection, I guess, you know, in, yeah. uh, in like um, the cycle of, you know, death and life or whatever, the balance of, and, and even good, you know, good and evil and all that stuff is, it's very interesting, but I think if, I think simply, if you look at it, like, um, you know, the, if you're focused on, on love and peace versus like, um, fear and, you know, stress and judgment and jealousy and those things, like that's an easier path to find the beauty around you because you'll be more in resonance, I guess, with love and peace, you know, like I almost look at life, like it's like a song that you're, you know, like you're, if you, if you can sing in the same key as like love and peace, uh-huh. then you'll, you'll, your life will be, I love <laughs> yeah, I, I believe like your life will be, a, you know, kind of have that around in your life, you know? So it's kind um, of like uh, the, the mentality, the manifestation of what you put project into the world, into the universe, you know, like you're, yeah, you kind of, yeah. you kind of building your aura, your karma, your spirituality around like not necessarily every single person, but like if everyone around you is looking for the beauty in the neighborhood, your neighborhood might probably be a beautiful place. Maybe, you know, yeah. that's the goal. Right? Yeah, that's the goal. And that's the thing is I think when we see injustice, we see injustice in the world and we feel sensitive to it. We feel upset. We feel angry at it. Um, so that, that like can only uh, serve us if it takes us to a place of like, still of like, um, this is, this is wrong. And so I'm going to pursue what's right. You know, I'm going to pursue love and peace. So like, so, but then what can also happen is you can take it and be like, they can turn into anger or bitterness or like fresh, you know, frustration or, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that doesn't, that's not seeing, I guess, seeing the beauty that's not serving anything of like taking you to see the beauty. So yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily mean it in like this trippy, I don't know way, but I think there is something about, at least that is what I teach my daughters is yeah, there's something about, yeah, the world isn't perfect. There is like sadness and darkness and death and, and evil. And, um, but there's also beauty and, and love and peace. And so that's, I think simply, it's just like, if, the more that I feel like the more that you're singing in that key or resonating, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. um, then, uh, you know, your life, you can really find a lot of beauty in your life you know i i think so too a positive mental attitude would you know like find basically like seek and you shall find kind of like idea um you know and it can it can sound naive to some degree but also like any business person will say you know do you let life happen to you or do you make life happen or do you you know uh let, let the chips fall where they may or I'm the card dealer in this situation, you know, like it's, a, it's a, I think it's a mentality sometimes, you know, if, mm-hmm. which is part of privilege too, but like at the same time, like, I don't know, like I want to be a good person. I want my yeah. kids to be good people. I want, I want to have good people as friends. I want my family to be healthy. Like I want good things. Nobody wants bad things. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I, I don't think that people want bad things. Yeah. Bad things happen. I don't know why it's because sometimes people are assholes. 
but uh, <laughs> or or they're in the wrong place. I don't know. I don't know why this is happening, and I can't tell my kids why. But mm-hmm. I just know that if you look for you, you know, like like we said, to to come back to bring it back, if we're looking for beauty and positivity, uh, usually that's what you'll find. And it's, and hopefully it's not out of a sense of naivete or anything like right, that. It's yeah. like, we're making it, we're making beauty happen. Like you make your house look nice and your neighborhood look nice or your, yeah. I don't know. And it is, I understand that there is some privilege involved. Yes. But at the same time, I didn't, I didn't have, I was very poor growing up. And then, you know, my mom worked her ass off to keep me healthy and alive and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so well, I started a band and wrote, wrote all songs about it. And, you know, uh, moved into food and now I do that. And I don't know, it's just that it's the path that we were put on. Yeah. Um, I could have chosen a lot of, a lot of bad things. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I really could have, I really could have chosen yeah. a lot of bad things that were put in front of me or that I was surrounded yeah. by, yeah. but yeah. I was looking, I was looking for the positive, I think. Yeah. You know, coming out of the negative. So. Yeah. 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 There's know. always going to be, there's always going to be, I think the ability to see, um, you know, the, the truth of what's good and bad in the world and mm-hmm. good and evil, you know, and I think, yeah, just choosing to focus on, yeah, like you said, not being naive to what's happening and, and still, um, I think even, uh, like, um, not even just aware of what's happening that's evil, but also like proactive about, um, because being focused on like beauty and everything, like being proactive about hopefully change, making change in the world too with that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it is interesting. Like my daughter, my daughters are at an age now, you know, junior high and high school. And it is, it is a cool position. It becomes a mirror for yourself when you start to teach your kids like what you, cause you, you start to see like, oh, this is, this is truly what I believe, obviously, because this is what I'm teaching my kids, you know? Uh-huh. So when it comes to like God and spirituality and morality and like worldview on, uh, you know, good and evil and beauty in the world and all that, um, it isn't, it is interesting, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I, I, where I'm at. That's cool. Um, no, it's good to, um, cause, um, it's, I mean, if you're, if you're a songwriter, a musician, and you can put those, you can, you're going to put that into your, or at least some feeling or, or poetically, you're going to put that into the songs right. or, the, or the music. And you can hear that, I think. And, and I, I tell people they, they can see it and taste it in my food or yeah, in my music. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, I have a lot, I have a lot of different things to say now in songs than I did when I was 17, you know, yeah, uh, or 18 or whatever. Um, it's different now. So I just write things that I think are, I don't know pertinent or important but uh, i got if i got something to say i can do that now because you know i'm not a kid (laughs) yeah totally so i don't know i can't wait i i can't wait to hear your new stuff you know like uh i don't know before we started recording you were telling me some secrets about it but um (laughs) you know like uh secret fun stuff but anyways um we can i can tell secrets what secrets it was about it was about like uh adding uh, you know different musicians and stuff like that oh yeah we got um, some yeah i got friends um playing on the album from yeah a lot of like i was saying like that was another part that made it feel like even more like what tashi was like i having friends from from some of those old bands that you know kind of like um and 
so yeah I, I really want to get you on like i said those two songs and uh oh yeah i'm super down yeah i can get down do you have like a favorite song that you've written or played you know like from any of the bands do you have like a is one that really stick out to you that's like rad oh favorite song josh <laughs> <laughs> um of yours of yours of my songs yeah or just of of the projects i've played with um either one i guess like but something that you well how about both like do you have a favorite song that you've written and played or your bands have written and played okay, yeah and then um and then one that you've yeah. written that means a lot to you or something you know i mean i really love um uh there's a song called 10 years in separating states uh okay. that i wrote that was on the eager seas album that i always love that playing that song and i've it never gets old like i just always whenever we play it, it it i still am able to connect with it almost like on that vulnerable level where it still feels like um almost like when i wrote the song like nice. performing it whereas like other songs over time you start to you just it doesn't feel the same as like when it you know but yeah i, I still love that song I okay. love, yeah you wrote that i wrote that, that one yeah okay I'm yeah sure. it's called 10 years in separating states and um it's kind of about reconnecting with an old friend we had, we had been friends uh and and like when we were in preschool and stuff so uh it's kind of about his or you know like our um his life pretty drastically changing in a good spiritual way and everything so yeah it's a cool i love that song awesome okay good um i'll i'll check it out and play it really loud and, um, <laughs> thanks you know. josh do you what kind of I music like, do you listen to when you're like you know working or like when you're trying to get in the zone like yeah graphic design question. or cooking i mean doing i don't know what 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 really pumps you up i've been late well it's all it's it, it can vary lately i've been listening to mxpx a little bit because they put out a, a new song and then I kind of was listening to some of the older stuff. Mm. Uh, I was like, oh, this is, every once in a while I get back into that. Um, the classics. I've been listening to jazz <laughs> a lot and uh -huh. I listen to rap a lot. I like okay. last couple of years, especially, I've always liked rap, but I last couple of years, it it feels like that genre just feels like it's evolving the, qu the quickest. Like there's just so much new stuff. Mm -hmm. like, idea so many new ideas and oh yeah kind of pushing pushing the boundaries more and more mm -hmm. even like genre bending like you know tyler the creator won i think a grammy for an album that i would say isn't even really a hip-hop rap album but no. um you know like the igor album but yeah, yeah i love i love that stuff um that was a good album yeah i love it um yeah but lately i've been I've just been kind of like, honestly, pretty, um, whenever I'm working on a project, like a music project, I'm pretty in that mindset, you know, just with music. I'm not really listening to a lot of other music other, other than my own. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. I do that sometimes too. Like just to see what I can get better or whatever, but I mean, yeah, just cause I'm trying to like get, you know, finish off this album. And so I'm just kind of like 100% in it everything how, cl how close are you to being done with the album um 
Good question. <laughs> <laughs> we we have uh we have probably like four more songs to mix. Um are you so doing it by yourself? I mean self-produced? Self-produced with and then Tyler, my friend Tyler's mixing it. He mixed the last album, last couple albums. Cool. And he he's kind of helping me produce. I call him my producer. Oh, nice. <laughs> producer. I love it. Producer. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's it's pretty close. Okay. It's pretty close. Um, like That's I said, awesome. we're just hoping this summer. But yeah. Um, so you're gonna have a busy summer with a record release and a restaurant I release, know, all, and then you know it all just is like happening at once. Yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of how you know as we approach more openness and the you know opening up. That's my how things will be like. Everything's coming at once. You know, like yeah. You know, I know um, you're doing a ton at once too. Yeah. You got yeah. making all the making new music, <laughs> new food, new podcasts. Yeah, I just you know, um, do when, what I can when I can. You know, yeah. try, and, try and have the kids help, and then um, luckily I have a good team of chefs that can help me cook all the stuff and all the events and stuff like that. It's a good it's a good uh, time to be cooking right now too. Like um, some people. Some people don't have a job, but that they're still collecting unemployment and stimulus. So it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to find cooks, but yeah. luckily I have, I have a good, I have a good team right now. So that's, that's a, you know, uh, a really cool thing to have when so many people are looking for better yeah. chefs and cooks. It's and hard. Yeah. It's hard to hire. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, just looking forward to what's next and as things yeah. expand and, you know, being able to help, help you guys open or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Thanks, we'll, have to figure yeah. Out, we'll have to figure out a time, but why yeah. don't you uh why don't you leave me with a nugget of wisdom? Why don't you drop some knowledge on us? Ooh, yeah, okay. maybe maybe from your dad, mom, yourself, whatever. Oh, this is a good one. There you go. This is actually I have this up uh right by my desk. My grandma gave it to me. Okay. It's like a little thing. She gave me some advice or maybe gave it to my dad and then um you know, gave it to me. And it's one of the it's one of the only things I have from her. She was really close. She taught me how to play piano. She taught me music from a young age. So always we were really close. But okay, her wisdom is a four part step. Okay, four steps here. Set priorities. Grow in your own knowledge of God. Teach your child as God directs and be the model that's accountability for yourself <laughs> yeah so that's wisdom i think for um specific to like you know around like uh parenting too which is cool for me right now like i said my my daughters are um at this age that you know a lot of the stuff we're talking about like um with tashua and everything i started when i was you know their age so like yeah yeah. This, this, like I said, it's, it's by my desk and, and it gives, it's a good little uh, wisdom, I think around parenting and being the model and totally. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome, man. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I'm glad to have you, you. you got some wisdom to drop. Oh on. man. Oh man. Do I have, I mean, I don't know. Let's see here. Let's see here. I think that like, like we were saying, I mean, we got, we got some pretty cool wisdom nuggets in the middle there when we were talking about finding beauty um, because I think the wisdom is that, um, finding the balance in between, you know, closing your eyes and opening your eyes, like on the art, you know, like being naive and being aware 
Mm. Some people would say, some people now would say woke or, you know, but that's become kind of an, a negative buzzword to other people. But it's yeah. basically like, it's basically like, you know, this is, this is not political or religious. It's just like, be aware of your surroundings. And I tell my sons and daughter this all the time, because almost like Jason Bourne identity, you know, like, um, if you know everything around, like I tell my daughter, she's driving now. If you know everything that's around you, you could probably avoid most accidents. Like if you yeah. see, if you see something coming, or if you, if you know what's behind you, if you know what's next to you. So if you're looking at the road ahead, you know, now it's, now it's become a metaphor, like not driving, but if, if I'm looking at the road ahead on my path right now, you know, what do I see in the next month, year, five years, whatever, what do I, what is behind me? All this stuff. Yeah. What is, what's next to me, my family, my friends, all, whatever, whatever I want to be next to me, really what's in front of me. Do I want, is there adversity? Is there darkness and all this stuff that we were talking about? Yeah, it, it, it is there, but is there another way? Is there a way to, to get to the beautiful and the true yeah. and the, you know, what, what's the end goal? What's the, what's everything in between? So yeah. the wisdom, the wisdom, I guess, from that is um, seeing everything that's around you and acknowledging it. And there is going to be some shit, but there is going to yeah. be a lot of, there is going to be a lot of beauty. Like how much beauty do I find in my family and my, my, my house and my surroundings? Like, or yeah. like, if I walk outside, I can look for bad stuff and find it probably. Yeah. I, yeah. Not, every, not every single neighbor around me maybe believes or sees the same thing as I do. And that's, that's fine. But I'm saying like, yeah. if I look for the beauty, it's, it's gorgeous outside today, you know? Yeah. My, gar my garden is amazing. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I have a great yeah. job and great yeah. family. So like acknowledging everything around you, the good and the bad, I think will, yeah. will keep you awake. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I just made it up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, but it, it is something that I've learned, you know, coming, coming up poor and kind of, I'm not, I'm not the opposite of poor now but i'm just saying like i'm not we're not on food stamps and stuff like that right so, yeah like like knowing your past knowing your maybe seeing your future those kind of things yes. so yeah i don't know That's, yeah and then here we are you know podcasting going i'm gonna yeah. go to work in, in a little bit you know cook some food uh, I think that's a good, that's a good wisdom too. I've all, I've seen you kind of like always, when you have an idea, you do it, you know, and I always like that, you know, that's a good wisdom. Like have an, I take an idea and do it. It's a simple one. Oh yeah. You just try it. You got to try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate your time. Like this is, this is good. We should, we could do another part when you, we you know when the record comes out or something. Yeah, you let's know? do it. Yeah. We should do it from, um, uh, when you come up, we could do it in person. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. I'll do on location. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Thanks so much, Josh, for having, having me and just hanging out. It's always, of course. I, I, uh, I appreciate your friendship. It's always really cool hanging out. So this is great. We should Thanks. do Yeah. We should do it again. And I like the early morning thing too. It's nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. yeah, we're, ready, Josh. We're, yeah. we're ready to start the day. We're ready to, we're ready to rock and roll. But, um, say hi to everyone for me. I will. Yeah, That's you good. too. The and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Okay. You got it. Let's All right. Have here. a good day. You too, man. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Seth Roberts. Great conversation. Old pals just chewing the fat, talking about life. What a good time we had today. And um, yeah, I can't wait to hear the new record. And, you know, it was kind of a secret. He didn't get to say, you know, what label it's coming out on and all this kind of stuff. He's probably going to have a big news drop coming out soon. So 
eager, I'm eager sees, if you will, to, to uh, get that record. Also, special thanks to Seth for taking time out of his busy work life, uh, opening a restaurant and doing his graphic design stuff to, to chat. That's a good time, you know, because the conversations are, it's a good hour or so, usually a little bit more. So it's cool to be able to do that with people um, at different times of the day. So special thanks to you, Mr. Seth. Uh, yeah, what else we got here? Thanks to, uh, thanks to our sponsors, friends of the show, Essex Coffee Roasters and uh, Liquid Death. Go ahead and go to those websites and order some stuff. And at checkout, put in the code FAMCAST to get your discounts and some goodies. Do that. It'll it'll make your life a little bit better. On that note, let's make everyone's lives a little bit better. Be nice to everybody. You know, keep it clean. Keep it simple. Don't do anything anything too crazy to yourself or to others. Let's try to make the world a better place. I mean, that's all we can do these days, right? Try, just try a little bit harder that much harder i know sometimes there's no energy left to try but um sometimes you try to you have to try to be mean and that's something else too but anyways it's been a good episode i'm going to send you off with one of seth's songs that he talked about in our conversation 10 years and separating states it's an important song to seth it's on the watashiwa record eager seas Everything that I talk about is in the show notes. So wherever you're subscribing or listening, check the show notes. There's links. There's ways to find everything. I always link to the bands, Bandcamp or Discogs. Hopefully get the bands a little bit, a few extra pennies here and there. Because <laughs> we all know Spotify doesn't pay that much money to artists yet. We're trying to change that, but who knows how long it'll take. Anyways, here is the last song of the day from Seth Watashiwa, 10 Years in Separating States on the Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes? I sure think so. Until next time, my friends, I bid you a fond farewell. Keep your hands clean. Stay out of trouble. And I'll see you at the beer pairing event on May 16th, hopefully. All right? Talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao, ciao.
There's a place off of State Street in mind Where we spoke of Shinobi one night And it got us to think about living our lives for what's right Thanks for listening to The Family Cast. Yeah. <laughs>